Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Oh, hi. I'm Goo. I'm here today to tell you all about Studio Headphones. Studio wants to revolutionize the way you see headphones as not just a tech device, but also an accessory. Currently, the headphone market can offer you one of two things, style or tech. Fashionable headphones tend to lack the proper sound quality and high-tech variations are bulky and not design-oriented. Studio wants to bridge that gap while emphasizing their modern Scandinavian design. Studio provides a product that matches the quality of even the highest-rated headphones on the market for a fraction of the price. Check out studio.com, use the promo code MACANDGOO, that's M-A-C-A-N-D-G-O-O, one word, and get 15% off your headphones. S-U-D-I-O, studio.com. One, goo, three, yeah! The Last Jedi. Carrie Fisher. Mary Poppins. Entertainment. Uh, Talk about a DP. (laughs) I am Goo. I am Mac. And we are the Mac and Goo program. We talk about stuff. We sure do. And we also bring you friendship. Most of the stuff has to do with film or television. And today it is a film review. Mm. Now, you know, I don't think we've ever discussed what makes something a film versus a movie. This is more for you because you write the teases. Yeah. So how often do you feel the need to call a movie a film? And sometimes when you're writing the tease, do you see the word film and you go, no, this is more of a movie? I feel like in plain text, I should write film because I feel like that looks better. But when speaking, I'd rather say movie. If that makes any sense to you, like it, that makes no sense. Okay, to Okay, yeah, it didn't sound like it made sense. I don't know. I just I feel like film is the official term, and movies almost like colloquial diction. Like it's a movie, but it's an actual film. Can you define colloquial for me? Colloquial means colloquial. Colloquial, yeah. Colloquial means like you said the other day. Slang. Goo loves wheels, so <laughs> it's kind of like slang, a term that's not necessarily a word that has become a word, that type of thing. Although movie's a word. Definitely a word. (laughs) So the movie that we are speaking of is Deadpool 2. Mm, The second one. Before we get into Deadpool 2, what we always do, we go theater experience first. Because this could really make or break a great film for you. A great movie for you. I don't know what to call this (laughs) thing anymore. I've thrown the whole thing. What's the word I'm looking for here? Yandy? Laurel? Is it Laurel? Laurel? So first of all, that fucking thing. Plain as day, there's two audio files there. You can hear them both. And if you no, can't no, hear no. them both, it's then the you're a moron. S- it's the same audio file. No. It, no, it was it broken to... down. I saw it. It's two different audio files. Calm it's down. A, it's a low Laurel and a high Yanni. So the reason why people hear different things, it has to do with the frequency of how you're hearing it or where you're hearing it from. So Or you're hearing okay, different things. Science, bitch. Because there's two different things being said. Wrong. Did you hear the one today? With Green Needle or Brainstorm? Because no, that one I don't blew that one. my mind. I don't fucking understand that one. I listened to that on a loop so a that- hundred times <laughs> and then bashed my head off a wall just going, Green Needle, Green Needle, yeah. Green Needle, so that, Brainstorm, that Brainstorm, one, Brainstorm. That one I couldn't hear simultaneously. That one I said, okay, I'm going to listen for Green Needle. Heard Green Needle. Okay, I'm going to try to listen for Brainstorm. I fucking heard Brainstorm, and I was like, I don't like this. I don't like what's I'm, happening I right am now. out on this. <laughs> Is the government in our brains? I don't know. I don't want to think about it. I thought about it for way too long today. <laughs> My brain is splattered on the wall. These things come around every so often, and I don't know like how they ever get started. Like, who sat there? Was it blue or green? <laughs> who sat there? Gold. Gold. It was gold. gold. Yeah. But who sat there first? And was like, oh, I, I think I'm hearing this. And someone else was like, oh, I'm thinking I'm hearing like, this. Like, who sat We've there go to the and internet. said, I want to drive people insane? <laughs> because that's what happened to me. Yeah, I believe it. So back to the movie-going experience. Yeah. 
Mac, once again, got a nice large bucket of popcorn, mm. and I owe you another apology. Thank you. I appreciate that. I don't know where I was coming from. <laughs> you are in no way a peasant. Theater popcorn is worth every penny. Yeah. All $30 of it. Well, I mean, you could have bad theater popcorn if it's been sitting there for a couple hours, but as long as it, the butter is layered well and you don't go too big, if you get a huge popcorn, that's a mistake. You gotta go I get medium. a huge one. I get Do the large. Really? I'm an AMC stub member, my man. <laughs> you don't go mediums around here. All you right, go large, enough. and then fair if enough. you finish it, you get a free one. <laughs> yeah, but you literally never finish it. I finished it yesterday. Okay. Enough. I didn't get the second one, yeah. but I still finished it. Just to say you did it. I should have probably just gotten the second one and then brought just, it like, home and it on the floor. put it in a bag. <laughs> I can have it for days. Cool. You know what the interesting thing is? Is yeah. the last, like year to year and a half we've pretty much been seeing every notable movie on opening night not yeah. even opening weekend but opening night mm -hmm. and it brings out some weird folk it brings out the animals <laughs> okay we can call them that sure <laughs> mac when you're layering popcorn do you get when a... I'm, excuse me when i'm what <laughs> layering butter oh, oh when you are layering butter yeah do you get the straw put it in the popcorn and then dump the butter through the straw so the theory I i've went heard to, that's a technique so i've done that before it doesn't work that great because you need a pretty large straw for it to work get a slurpy straw mm. ices well yeah we're not a seven i'm not gonna go to my way ask for a slurpy straw though i went to the fenway theater and didn't brag think, didn't think to look up it's like the closest theater in my house somehow no parking though yeah well it's at four bucks in the garage <laughs> It's not bad. Brag. <laughs> Max got so much money to throw around that he can spend $4 on parking. I made the mistake of going to a 10 p.m. showing on the night that the socks were getting out right around that time. Ooh. So Brookline Ave was a fucking nightmare. That was, a, that was a dumb move. Boston talk for you folks. <laughs> the theater I went to, they do the buttering for you. So you don't have the option to put your own butter on. So I always ask in this scenario... Ma'am, would you please mind layering the butter for me? And usually so that when you means... you say that, so she then puts butter and she puts her hand in and she like <laughs> moves the popcorn no, around? Usually what happens is they'll do half popcorn, butter, the rest of the popcorn, butter. This lady was doing like wind sprints. She did a scoop of popcorn, butter, scoop of popcorn, butter. She did it like four times. Ma'am, can and you... And it was so delicious. Can you individually she butter like, all of my kernels? <laughs> she was basically sweating by the time she handed me my popcorn. One kernel? <laughs> <laughs> Colonel, <laughs> but it was like the best popcorn I had had in quite some time. Want to give her a shout out? Shout out to the overweight woman working at the Fenway Regal Cinema. Now, sitting in the theater, I had a real issue because the person sitting right to the left of me, mm -hmm. he kept on going on his phone the entire movie, mm -hmm. and it was on full blast brightness. Ooh, he didn't even dim bright. it. That's didn't even bright. dim it. You, this you was the most anything? distracting thing. I kept on going. Mm -hmm. See, mm -hmm. you kind of have like a phobia of movie theaters now after that backpack incident. So I feel like you should have said something to the guy. If you were brazen enough to speak up about the backpack guy, you got to say something to the cell phone he guy. He was with his whole clan. I it doesn't matter. What you, I didn't want to clash with the clans. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> you were pretty bad at that game from what I remember. You got to speak up. You talk about gym etiquette, you know, every so often. I do. I think theory etiquette. Don't hoard the weights, baby. <laughs> theory etiquette falls in that same realm. Like, I paid fucking 15 bucks to see this movie. Do not disturb Excuse my experience. Excuse me, sir. Get off your phone. <laughs> no, and then everyone cheers. It. Just fucking slap it out of his and hand. And then everyone cheers and like, you're so brave for doing that. <laughs> like, I'm Kate McKinnon. Oh, good story about that. It's like 2007. Whenever the first paranormal activity came out, around 2007. I have no idea. All right. So I'm actually at the Fenway Theater. And there's a fucking big dickhead, like, sitting dead center. I thought you were going to stop right after dick. There's a fucking big dick <laughs> there's a right big next to my face. Just out. And I sucked it. Uh, <laughs> like every 30 seconds during paranormal activity where you're trying to like keep the heightened sense of you know uneasiness up he kept fucking talking loudly like trying to get a rise out of the audience so after like the third time i was like shut the fuck up and everyone was like yeah like on my side so and when, i was like yes so when score the, one for me when the hindenburg went down he just goes that's gotta hurt <laughs> That reminds me of the time that I saw Juana Man in theaters. Oh, right. And uh, I was eating a McChicken sandwich, of course. Ooh. I was at the Apple Theater, back oh, then known as Fresh Pond. Fresh Pond. Yep. And a fella sitting about three rows up would not shut up. And I was just trying to enjoy <laughs> Juana Man. Yeah. I just started throwing dimes at him. <laughs> That's an expensive prank right there. Like, how many dimes did you have? If I throw five dimes, why don't you just buy a bag of 50 cents. Why don't you just buy a bag of Skittles? Then you got unlimited supply. No, no, no. If you have Skittles, you're not wasting the Skittles. I don't know, but they're pretty good projectiles. I would rather waste a thousand dimes than any Skittles. Oh, why did you see Juana Man in theaters? I like to laugh. <laughs> okay. Fair <laughs> enough. My dear Mac and Goobers, welcome to the trailer. Pop. 
Of course, we have trailers. There's a ton of trailers that came out. You wanted them all to end as quickly as possible. What was the list of trailers? Uh, we had Crazy Rich Asians. Which, by the way, we are in a brave new world. Crazy Rich Asians oh is going to rule dude, this gonna earth. It's going to make so much, so much money. It's going to win us the draft. That hog I sucked in the theater. It's going to be 10 times that. This is a 10 hog movie. Mac, I am going to laugh. I'm going to start writing I am going to laugh so hard when you're at home <laughs> jerking off to Constance Wu. Oh, she's a terrible actress, by the way. She, oh, she is phenomenal. Horrible. She is a delight. I'll tell you a what. A sunny delight. I am officially now enacting it. I am now writing bad movies on the hog scale, up to 10, 0 to 10 hogs. If you go full hog, that's a 10 out of 10. I feel like Crazy Rich Asians is going to go full hog. I feel like it might be a terrible movie. Yeah. But it's no, going it to make is. all the money. It's going to make a lot of money, but China money is not going to help us. It's only domestic. There's a ton of Asian people in America. You are no, aware of this. I know that. I know that. But China is usually what puts movies over like a certain point, mm -hmm. and that obviously doesn't help us. Like This movie might make like $150 million domestically. That's a ton of money! Yeah, it's all right. It's 10 points. Oh, look at Mac in his cloud of judgment. <laughs> Throwing down money lessons it, to all I, the idiots. My official Goostradamus prediction of the Rotten Tomatoes You do scores. max facts, but go ahead. Okay, prediction of the Crazy Rich Asians Rotten Tomatoes All the goose scores. clues, you idiot. I'm going to say 31% critic and 48% audience score. Has a movie ever gone over 100%? Uh, I believe Affinity War hit 108. I think this goes well beyond <laughs> that. Uh, the other one was Bohemian Rhapsody. That looks good. It does look it good. It looks interesting. It does look good. But... Yeah. I said this in our group text. I don't read any of your messages. So go ahead and enlighten me <laughs> while you enlighten the people. The whole time while I was watching the trailer, I just kept thinking like, wow, this would be better with Sasha Baron Cohen. Or wow, I would just like to watch a documentary. <laughs> yeah, one of the two. <laughs> yeah, I feel like so, that would be fine too. I know I'm going to like it, but I do feel like it's going to be, I'm going to be left wanting more. Okay. Tag. That tag movie looks, looks awesome. great. And you know what? We might do a tag episode. We might have to. This looks awesome. It really does. And you have Jeremy Renner, who I love, Hannibal Burris, who we both love. Like they cast it well. And the idea is so simple that it's gonna work well. Yep. Like I almost impossible to fuck it up. So I'm looking forward to that. We got the first purge. Which looks okay. I'm so out. You're in because of Marissa Tomei, but I am I am totally in because of Marissa Tomei. I don't mind the Purge movies. I wouldn't say I like them. Would you like to steal a consensual kiss from Marissa Tomei? <laughs> I would like to steal a consensual smooch from Marissa Tomei. Okay. Very much so, yes. All right. I would like to do that. Uh, the Mission Impossible movie looks fucking awesome. I can go the rest of my life with never seeing that trailer again. I have seen I it. have seen that trailer. I like the music in it. Dun, I would dun, say dun, dun, dun. I cannot Come stand on. it. I've Dubstep, heard, I've heard and seen that trailer. <laughs> yeah, well over a million times. That's fair. The movies might hit a million on Rotten Tomatoes. It looks fucking awesome. It doesn't look that good. It looks pretty good. The last two have been in the nineties. I'm pretty. When's sure. Ethan gonna snap? I don't know what that was. What you... <laughs> it's part of the movie, right? <laughs> uh, we had Hereditary. Marcus Estevez of the Boxers is looking forward to this horror movie. The one with the little girl. I don't think I had that in my theater, but okay. I have seen the trailer in the past. Yeah. So this... I saw one. There was a trailer for a Jeff Goldblum movie. Did you Jeff get that? Jeff Goldblum. I did not. Jurassic World 2? Jurassic Kingdom? <laughs> if that was the movie, I would have said that. <laughs> I don't know. Who knows? All right. I didn't get a Goldblum. I got this Hereditary one, and it does look scary, but the whole time, by calling it Hereditary... I'm going to spend the whole movie trying to figure out the twist, the connection. And I kind of hate doing that, even though you I do, do that anyways. every movie anyway. I know, but by... You're going to watch Tag going, I bet one of them is who's dead. Who's really it here? I bet one of them's a ghost. Who is really it? <laughs> yeah. So Hereditary, I'm neither in nor out. I don't know if I'll see it in theaters. I will see it at some point. But the one I really want to talk about is Happy Time Murders. I don't understand where the fuck this movie came I from. I am all in. How did we not know about what this ahead of time? Well, how did we miss it? A puppet crime drama yeah. starring Melissa McCarthy? Who people like. I don't. But this movie looks fucking hysterical. This looks like it's made for her. It looks like it's made for us. Like, this is a Mac and Goo no, movie. No, but it's a Mac There's and Goo movie. There's puppets ejaculating. But you say, who are the actors that should be in this movie? Melissa McCarthy is one of them. It's going to work. You're all in, and it looks like it stars Melissa McCarthy <laughs> and Joel McHale. <laughs> yeah. And you are still I all in. I hate both of those I people. Know. <laughs> So I sat there, and at the end of the trailer, I just shook my head. I was like, motherfucker, that looks good. <laughs> oh, it's still going. It's still going. I was either with a lot of females or a lot of young people in my theater, because there was a lot of people gasping at the ejaculation scene, where I was fucking dying in the corner. It, I Max thought it was loves Step into the world of power, loyalty 
and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. I'm huge on ejaculation. Is that it for the trailers? I, that's all. Let's all go to the Goovies. These guys are pretty neat. Let's move on to the featured film, and that was Deadpool 2. Dos in Spanish. What is Deadpool in Spanish? Uh, Biblioteca, right? <laughs> Donde esta la biblioteca? How do you say pool in Spanish? Pool. The liquid de muerte. Okay, Mac, do your stupid thing. Deadpool 2 is a rated R action slash adventure comedy hero comic book movie. It's got a runtime of an hour and 59 minutes. Rotten Tomato scores are at 84 and 85% right now. That's compared to 83 and 90 for the first one. I think that's pretty fair. IMDb is at 8.3 compared to 8 for the first one. Metacritic gave it a 66 compared to 65 for the first one. So essentially, all three of those are saying it's rated really similarly to the first one, and I don't disagree with that. Mm-hmm. Directed by David Leitch, who did Atomic Blonde, which was his really only directing credit. Uh, he was uncredited for John Wick, which is weird because he's credited, so it's not uncredited. I don't mm-hmm. understand that. Uh, With by- Atomic Blonde, I think the action in that movie is actually pretty good. Yeah. It just gets boring at times. He was on to something with yeah, Atomic Blonde. Absolutely. He, it wasn't bad. He, you could tell there was something there. And it's like, hey, you want a twist? Here's another twist. <laughs> oh, you like that twist? Here's another twist. <laughs> they make twisted. That movie was a pretzel. It was a total pretzel. The Pretzels mo- are twisted. That was the joke, Mac. <laughs> the movie was written by Rhett Reese and Paul Warnick, who did the first Deadpool, and also Ryan Reynolds for this one, mm-hmm. which I think you could see Ryan Reynolds' influence in the comedy. I bet they did like a Curb Your Enthusiasm type of thing where they said, here's the scenario, you be Ryan Reynolds right now. <laughs> Synopsis. Foul-mouthed mutant mercenary Wade Wilson, a.k.a. Deadpool, brings together a team of fellow mutant rogues to protect a young boy of supernatural abilities from the brutal time-traveling mutant Cable. Close enough. That's pretty concise. I'll take it. We can myth bust out when we get to the actual <laughs> yeah. spoiler alert. But So this movie operated on a budget of $110 million compared to $58 million for the first one. And you can tell because there's so many more action set pieces in this. Yes. And there's so many more explosions. You get more CGI characters. I thought Colossus looked way better in this one than he did in the first one. And some other people also looked better. Mm, indeed. And of course, Mac, we are the Mac and Goo program, and we rate everything on a 40 hot dog scale. And when I'm looking to give my hot dog rating here, I'll tell you right now, the comedy, the violence, the action all earned the R rating. Right. And you need to give it complete credit for that because it went right to the ceiling of you do anything more and this is going to be rated porn. Mm -hmm. While the first movie may have had a better batting average... I think this movie had a higher slugging percentage when it came to jokes. Talking sports. We're talking baseball Baseball analogies. That's a pretty good analogy. Because there were several times in this movie where I lolled. I laughed out loud. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And there were some jokes that felt like they were complete swings and misses, and you can tell that there were big setups, and they were like really pushing them, and they just didn't pay off. There were some jokes in this where I cackled. I was like, everyone else shut up while I laughed. (laughs) I agree with you on that, and... We just spoke about the first Deadpool last week, and my main criticism of it really was the villain, but also I felt like the comedy just wasn't good enough. It wasn't bad. It was good comedy, but it wasn't great comedy. But they also hit on a ton of their jokes in the first one. And I also felt like they relied a little bit too much on the fourth wall breaking in the first one. And they did less of that in this movie, and they relied on other characters. Which I liked way, way more. So I would say comparing this to the first one, the comedy was much better. Around Deadpool was an actual X-Men movie. It this, was, yeah. This was tonally 
and written exactly like an X-Men movie, yep. but you had Wade Wilson, you had Deadpool in it, making all the yucks. I would say this was more dramatic. It was more serious. To your point, I think we're officially in the X-Men universe now. Yeah. I would call this an X-Men movie, whereas the first one, it was kind of borderline. And I like that. So because we love of this, shared universes So here. because of this, you are saying that Deadpool is in the X-Men universe. When we're ranking X-Men movies, you now have to put both Deadpool movies in there. I would say yes. Now you have to. Yes. Yeah. Where would you rank this Deadpool movie amongst the other X-Men movies? Because um, I would still have it be below the first Deadpool and below Logan. And maybe first class. So Logan's it's number definitely one. top five. Logan's number one. It is definitely top five. I think I still have Days of Future Past and First Class 2 and 3 there. And then this one and the first Deadpool are right there, right next. I mean, that's a credit to them that I didn't love the first one. I'm borderline loving this one because I yeah. I laughed like a fucking hyena. So what I loved about it, I loved the comedy. I loved how they made more references to all of the universes, all of the comics. Right, right. And they knew exactly who their audience was with this movie, and they weren't afraid to make certain jokes that maybe they wouldn't have made in the first one. My only issue with this movie may have been the first half an hour or so kind of felt clunky, mm -hmm. and they didn't quite have their footing. But when this movie was going and they had their feet under them, they were hitting on all cylinders. I have this movie at 37 hot dogs. 37 hot dogs. That's a good score. What did you give the first one? 38? 38, 39. I'm kind of in between. Okay. Do we work in half dogs? Can you slice no, a hot dog? No. We've dogs. I don't think you can slice a hot dog in half. No, it's not possible. I think it's impossible. You can only maybe the long way. You can definitely cut a stone in half. An oh, infinity sure. stone. That's easy. Yeah. No, I've done that twice. Yeah. I feel like this movie, we went full Deadpool. I feel like the first movie was just yes. the tip. And there are certain parts of this movie that we'll discuss during spoilers where it was full Deadpool. Yeah. Where like, I wanted to stand up and punch the person in front of me <laughs> right in the back of the head. Just cock slap him with like, your penis. I was penis. so excited. Like, I was like, yeah! <laughs> are we watching the same movie? <laughs> Did you just see what happened? <laughs> see the... <f> <laughs> It's not like a fucking Muppet, right? I'm now. like Dean Kane. Oh, man. <laughs> Dean Kane. Was what it Howard I... Dean? There we go. Yeah, <laughs> Dean Kane played Superman in the '90s. So you hosted Ripley's Believe It or Not. <laughs> You're talking about Howard former Dean. Democratic presidential uh, not nominee. nominee, but he was running for yeah. it. Howard Dean. <laughs> Come We're on. going. We're going to New Hampshire and New Mexico and Connecticut. Yeah! Oh, Same guy. <laughs> so I, We're going to Metropolis <laughs> and Gotham. I, I felt like peeking out over here. Yeah, I love it. I felt like the first one we got our toes wet. This one we finally dove into the water. I feel like we just got the tip the first time yeah. and then we got balls deep. Exactly. The Not perfect, to be crass over perfect here. Perfect analogy. However, once we were in the pool, I felt like we weren't Once a great... Once we were in the Deadpool? Ooh. Podcast is over, gang. We're done. <laughs> I felt like we weren't a great swimmer yet. So now we're in the pool, and we couldn't quite put it together. Mac, when you have a child, do you plan on just throwing the baby in yes, a pool? Yes, 100%. Because babies are supposed to magically know how to swim. And they do. I don't know how it happens, but they do. I mean, they did live nine to months. To all of it. our listeners that have children, <laughs> yeah. tweet us right now and just let us know sink or swim. Okay. Yeah. Or just tweet a photo. Because I'm assuming that results. I'm assuming that everyone's done it. So sure. Why not? Let us know what happened. Yeah. Fight or flight. I think that this movie, on the whole, was better than the first one. The butthole. On the butthole was better than the first one. I think I had the first one at 34 hot dogs. I think I'm going to give this one 36 hot dogs. I'm kind of teetering to 35. I might finish at 35. It is better than the first one. So you're teetering more down, more than down up. a little bit because I've only seen it once, and mm -hmm. it's very rare that I see a movie a second time and like it more. I feel like you'll like it more on the second time because you'll pick up on some other jokes. It's possible, but then on the third time you won't like it. Yeah, come so all the way around. After you see it the second time, don't watch it again. <laughs> my main point, and this is kind of my point about Deadpool in general, you can only be so funny in your material when you're only referencing other materials and other properties. So that kind of limits your potential to be awesome. And especially that hurts rewatchability. So no, but I think what they did well in this movie is they didn't rely entirely on other references. They did do a bunch of it, mm -hmm. but his interactions say with Cable or with Domino or with Weasel, those are all really funny interactions. Right. I just think that we're reaching a point here, and it's not really a commentary on these couple movies, but where we're going to go with Deadpool from here, because he's going to have to wait for other movies to come out to reference again. But 
the way that we're getting movies turned out. Mm. Like since the last Deadpool movie, there's been eight comic book movies. Yeah, that's true. You think about it, there's been right. an X-Men movie. There's been three or four DC movies. And there's been Probably. seven or eight Marvel movies. Right. No, you're absolutely right. So there's been 45 comic book movies mm -hmm. since the last Deadpool. Mm -hmm. So I think he's fine. I think he'll have no, more you're, than you're enough. You're probably right. I'm just saying, like, it's reliant on other. I'm Batman. <laughs> it's reliant on other things. So I, there's just something that I don't love about that. Um, the cameos were great. People already knew that they'd be cameos, so that's not a spoiler. Yeah, the comedy was better than in the first one. The action was better than in the first one. The villains were better than in the first one. I definitively like this more than the first one. I think I'll stick at 36 hot dogs. And this was a movie about a month ago I really wasn't excited for. So leaving the theater feeling happy that I spent money on it mm -hmm. is always a plus. Now, let me ask you this before we get into the spoils, because we're going to spoil the tits off this movie. Yep. Did you like this better than Black Panther? No. No, but it's hard to compare the two, but no. I think there were better action scenes and more memorable action scenes in Deadpool. Oh, for sure. For sure. I mean, but Black Panther is not a movie Plus, that's... Deadpool was the first white superhero, so... <laughs> <laughs> Comparing Deadpool to Black Panther is tough, but like when Deadpool 2 comes out on DVD, Blu-ray, mm -hmm. whatever you watch it on, I'm not going to be fired up to watch it. I'm fired up to watch Black Panther Not X-Men. X people. <laughs> I just think Black Panther is going to have the more lasting effect. I think Deadpool might have the better rewatchability. I don't know. Because once again, it's referencing so many other properties. But it's properties. That it gets old But quick. it's properties that we know. I know that, but it still gets old quick. It's not super creative. It's like, oh, what about that? Which is funny the first I couple times. I don't know. Black Panther it. kept on talking about vibranium. <laughs> I just, that's a property, isn't it? It's Black Panther for me, and I. That's an element. It's tough to compare the two, but I'll give me. You Black missed Panther. my science joke. Yeah, you stink. I'm, you I'm stink. I'm good. Oh, Mac. Do you like it better than Infinity War? <laughs> no, I'm not, I don't think I'm ever going to like a movie better than Infinity War. You know what? You should just tell me from now on. I'm not going to answer that. <laughs> you want to start spoiling? We've already gone way too long without spoiling. Spoilers! 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 What I love is that they start this movie out with Logan references. Yes. And he calls them out immediately for being like, I did the first rated R movie, <laughs> and then you did it better than me, and, then, and you killed off yeah, the main guy. And you went and died. That was pretty good. I really liked that. And he explains all of this on tubs of gasoline. <laughs> But then from there, the next like 15 minutes were kind of underwhelming. It was kind of choppy and really all over the place. Mm -hmm. Pretty good killing montage where yep. he just gruesomely kills gangsters. Wade and Vanessa talking about having kids and that kind of foreshadows him protecting kids later on and right, that type right, of stuff right, and right. what he has to do to be a hero. Vanessa gets killed. Did you cry? No, no. I you had a very sad boner. I felt like when I watched it, I was like, you know what? Kind of cool. They killed her off. Yeah. Like consequential death i'm always down for it that. also kind of made sense because i'm like she wasn't really in a ton of the promotional mm -hmm, stuff mm -hmm. or in like the movie post right no it does make sense and obviously you needed not to get her out of the way but you needed him to have a new reason to fight sure but at the end of the movie i look back at the death and i'm like uh, like they didn't really need to do that like it was kind of a wasted 15 minutes at the beginning like i just felt at the end they killed her off just to kill someone off because they don't kill anyone else off so yeah, it gives him a bit of a... They kill a ton of people It gives movie. him some motivation, but yeah, he could have found that motivation without the first 15 minutes of this film. So I just felt like it was kind of wasted. How do you like the opening credits in this one compared to the first movie? This one definitely felt way more epic. Yes. And they spent a lot more time on it. It mm -hmm. was definitely funny. I probably prefer the first one more just because it came out of left field. Yeah, yeah. But this one was good. And the Celine Dion song was very funny. Yeah, the way they ended up using it, I enjoyed it. I'll actually say I liked the use of music better in this one than in the first one. They did it well in the first one, and mm -hmm. I think they expanded upon that in this one. Wade goes to Blind Al's house, and... He gets his cocaine from the floor, and when he lifts the cocaine bag, you can see under it, it says, a cure for blindness. Yeah, yeah. And I lost it. I was like, that's such a stupid payoff. It's such a great payoff to right. a joke in the first movie. Yeah. Because I think the first half an hour of the movie was almost all referencing and paying off jokes from the first movie. Sure, sure. And then once they got over that, they then gave you new stuff. I don't love Blind Al. And I think it bothered me in the first film. You heard it here first, folks. <laughs> Mac does not like the disabled. I just think it's... Hope you're not deaf listening to this podcast. I just think it's lazy. I think it's lazy. It's a humor. joke, Mac. You missed my joke. A I'm... deaf person can't listen. We don't right. put these out on Braille right. yet. Not yet. 
Once we get on Spotify, we'll get on Braille. Now, if we put them out on Braille, would you then say that Mac and Goo is in 3D? Jeez, I never thought about that. Pops off the screen there. Yeah, it'd be off the 2D. You can find us in the Dewey Decimal System. <laughs> I don't love Blind Al, and furthermore, I felt like TJ Miller's weasel in this movie kind of stunk. I didn't think he stunk. I thought that the scene with Cable was funny, and other than that, maybe he wasn't as good as the last one. But the scene with Cable... It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high-fiver? I kind of like the high-five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At ChumbaCasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino-style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses, so don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. The cable scene was good. I thought that was really funny with him. Wade then tries to kill himself for the first time in the movie. He does this several times in completely over-the-top, cartoonish fashion. And the first one, he blows himself up. Yep. You then see Colossus picking up all the pieces and bringing him to the X-Mansion. Yeah, it was pretty good. It's that was pretty awesome. Good. And then we get because our- that's one of the staples of Deadpool comics, is he gets killed in ridiculous ways. I don't know much about the comics, so that's good that they pay homage to it. Um, that's why every single time that he died in this... It was like his back is completely just the broken. most ridiculous thing. He's like an elastic band. It's like Kenny or from he gets, South Park. He gets torn in half. He's a live action cartoon character. Let's have him act like one. Like in the fight with Cable, he breaks his arm and then he uses his own broken arm <laughs> to good. choke Cable to choke with him. it. That was so <laughs> yeah, funny. That was awesome. Colossus brings him back yeah. to the mansion and we get our first awesome cameo. We also get Wade being in the X mansion is so funny. He's wheeling around in <laughs> Professor X's wheelchair. Yeah. And then he's complaining again about there being no X-Men in the movie right. and then it just pans over and you see Evan Peters, uh James McAvoy, James McAvoy, Beast, sadly not Kelsey Grammer's Beast. Ugh. But you see all of them, and they slowly walk over the door and just shut it. <laughs> yeah, that was That's perfect. so funny, and it was all you needed. That's all I wanted. It yep. was awesome. But that right there tells me he's in the X-Men universe. Like, There's a chance that he shows up in Dark Phoenix. There's a reason why they pushed it off, and I'm thinking it's Cable. Add Deadpool? I think it's Cable, and I think it's Deadpool. Ooh, I like that. Mm. Negasonic Teenage Warhead, gay, has her own girlfriend. Another gripe I have here, she was utterly useless in this movie. and She wasn't really used. She was useless, yeah. Useless makes it sound like she was used and just couldn't do anything. Let me... Hi, Yukio! Let me expand upon my point. She wasn't used, and I felt like she was only in the movie for them to say, lesbian relationship. That's all she was there for. She's the second gay superhero. That's all she was there for. Behind the Yellow Ranger and Power Rangers. (laughs) Trini. The Yellow Ranger. What's her name? Oh, you're talking about the new one. Becky... Uh, Becky G. Becky G. She's like a a singer or a rapist. She's a... a No. A rapper. rapper. That's what they're called. She's a Mexican singer. Have you seen her new music video? I have not. It is nice. Mm, Max Rax type of stuff? Oh, Mac. Mm, I'm going to get on that. The Raxiest of the Max. Pause pause the podcast. Pause the podcast and look at Becky G's (laughs) sleepover video, I think it's called. Ooh, Mm. that's a tantalizing title. Mac and goo after dark. (laughs) To my point, she was literally only there for them to say she was lesbian, which is stupid. That's stupid. You heard it there first, folks. Mac hates lesbians. (laughs) Deadpool playing with Cerebro was hilarious. That was good. Yep, that was pretty good. You're going to tell me that we're going on a mission. Because that's what Cerebro is. It's to read people's minds. You go on the mission where they find Little Rebel Wilson. Little Rebel Wilson? Yeah. Okay. They sound the exact same. And they also look the exact Fire same. Fist for, was his name. For was the rest of the name. podcast, I'll be calling him Lil R-Dubs. I don't like that. Well, that's too bad. because that's on that. That's what's happening for the rest of the podcast. Right, the rest of the podcast is going to stink. Lil R-Dubs. Um, I liked this scene where Deadpool kills the abusive handler or whatever. Mm-hmm. However, what this does puts it into like 15 to 20 minutes of a lull. Yeah. And this was like the last how part of the movie not, where I was kind of annoyed. How did they not make a Guardians reference when they were in the jail? They really should have. They really should I have. I feel like someone should have like done something where there was no gravity. Right. Like right. make some kind of a Guardians reference. 
have someone say, I really want that guy's eye. But while in prison, we do meet Black Tom Cassidy. (laughs) The callbacks to this joke were one of my favorite parts of the movie. It was really good. Also get the introduction to Cable. Mm -hmm. Alan Tudyk. Uh, Yes. Not one. Not (laughs) three. Two cocks. Two cocks. Cable, a little underwhelming. I definitely wasn't overwhelmed by it. I liked him. Was that Brolin's real body? Not the metal arm, Oh, I obviously. think it was. Yeah. Oh, he is shredded. He is shredded. He yeah. is ripped and up. He's an older dude, too. I know. So credit to that man right there. Credit to the Frank Thomas <laughs> man-boosting ability. What? Credit to Robinson Cano's guy. I felt like Brolin did a fine job. I actually think he acted it well. I just felt like they underutilized the character. They could have done a little more with Cable. They just made him... A straight killer, really. Like, I, I wanted a little more emotional. We got the emotional depth towards the end with the bear. Mm-hmm. I just felt like I, we needed a little bit more of that. When Wade told Lil R-Dubs to make friends with the biggest guy, yeah. did you say to yourself, Juggernaut? No, I did not see Juggernaut coming at all. I couldn't figure out who it was, actually, because I was like, who the fuck are they teasing here? Like, what? what's it going to be? That's the thing. So when they were teasing it, I was like, are they going to bring out another random type of X-Men? Maybe the blob? Revive him like you revive Deadpool? Maybe Juggernaut? That would kind of make sense because he sucked in X3. Mm. Maybe Wolverine. (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) Yeah, I honestly didn't know who it was going to be. So the reveal that it was the Juggernaut, I was like, oh, oh boy, this takes the movie to another level. We'll talk about that when it gets revealed because I literally came everywhere. (laughs) It was amazing. Cable breaks into the prison. Pretty good fight scene. Mm. Wade dies. And the way that his body is like slinked over the table, yeah. I couldn't stop because they kept on like showing him. I he looked stop like a laughing. stretch Armstrong just like laid yep. out there. It was so good. And every time that Wade dies, he then sees Vanessa. Yes. Did you like those scenes? Not really. No. I thought that that was a bit of a stretch. And like, and if- they're also pretty on the nose with <sighs> stuff that they'd already talked about. Right, right. And he had already like said to her several they times. They were just reiterating stuff that I felt like as the viewer we were already aware of. Mm-hmm. And I felt like if you took... Not only the beginning, but those, you know, heavenish scenes type out, the movie's probably better. So then Wade knows that he has to protect the kid, so he then puts together the X-Force. Right. And this is when the movie kicks into gear, yeah. <laughs> and this is now, from here to the end of the movie, 40 hot dog pacing. I think the ending was a little off, but other than that, like, the well, they, 40 minutes leading up to it but was But they awesome. also knew what they were doing at the end, where they said, we want to fake kill him off. Sure, sure. And basically have a 15-minute scene of him being like, okay... I'm dying. I'm going to go now. A little over. A little overdone, but I love this movie from this point on. Yeah, I agree. And we get Domino, Bedlam, Zeitgeist, Peter, Shatterstar, and of course, The Vanisher. Yeah. The Vanisher. <laughs> that was great. Tom Pitt. Not Tom Pitt. <laughs> I'll say Tom Cruise for a second. Brad Pitt. It was awesome. The reveal, once Vanisher dies. You get it for three seconds, too. Unbelievable. Because you were waiting the entire time because you're like, that's going to be someone. Right. It was awesome. It really was. I either said, that's either going to be someone or they're just never going to show it. Wait, one of the, yeah, that's true. One of the two. But (laughs) the reveal of just Brad Pitt getting electrocuted was fucking great. Like, I did not expect that. You know, I don't know if they waited to reveal it or not, but like looking on the IMDb page, Brad Pitt's like seven down. So that would have ruined that reveal. Fuck you, IMDb. Speaking of Domino, Mac, would you love to steal a consensual smooch oh, from Domino? I sure would. What's I the sure actress's would. name? Zazie Beats, which Zazie is Beats. the name of a DJ. I don't know how she got that name. Also on Atlanta. She's good in Atlanta. Not the best part, though. Okay. Weasel then gives away the entire plan. This is probably Weasel's best scene. Yeah. Depender's really, really funny in this. Yes, he is. He was really funny in the first one, too. And the way they use him in this one, like when they accept Peter into the X-Force yeah. and Dopinder loses it, Laugh out loud funny. They then plan their parachute mission during high wind advisory. <laughs> and the only two that survive is Deadpool and Domino. Well, Peter and survived uh, yeah. the jump. But as they one by one showed them all going down and dying, every single one outdid the last one and they were all hilarious. Because <laughs> yeah. you just spent 15 minutes building this team. He's so excited. Right. He has his family. He gives his big emotional speech. And then they all die. You're like, oh, as Bill, quickly Bill, as possible. Bill Skarsgård, Terry Crews, like, oh, this might be kind of cool. Yeah. And they're dead immediately. It was fucking fantastic. I think the best death would be Shatterstar, because when he dies, he goes, <laughs> I'm actually kind of glad that he died. <laughs> yeah. He's not better at living than me. 
the chase scene with the motorcade had some great action, but also was really funny. Con Air feel to it. Yeah. Like, they're fighting in a, in a small area, and I always like combat in like small tunneled areas yeah. like that. It usually leads to pretty cool scenes. And then when you get the reveal of him opening the cage for his big friend, and you see the giant fist go through the floor, you go... It's Juggernaut. I, I was like, holy I shit. was like, it's Juggernaut. And then when it crashes through that highway and lands, and he, he, rips, pops, his head he up. pops his head out and rips out, I had the same response as Wade in the movie. He's like, it's Juggernaut. <laughs> it's Juggernaut. And then he starts referencing all the comics that he loves right. Juggernaut right, in. Right. And then Juggernaut walks over him and goes, I'm going to rip you in half. And he goes, that's something that Juggernaut would say. <laughs> then he takes him and tears him right in half. That was my favorite part of the movie, bar none, that scene of him walking up and just tearing Wade right in half. Yeah, it was pretty cool. My one question, though, as much as I love that, like immediately afterwards, I was like, huh, how did the Juggernaut get his helmet? Like, where the fuck did that come from? Maybe he's never took he, it off. If he wasn't wearing it in prison, because he would have been able to escape prison pretty easily. Mm -hmm. So pretty serious plot hole there that, now pisses me off. Didn't piss me off during the movie, but it pisses me off now. Because of the payoff, I don't give a shit. Fair enough. But I don't care. Gigantic plot hole. Because you get this giant juggernaut <laughs> just walk over so nonchalantly. I just, where'd he get his helmet? Fucking where did it come tear from? Tear him in half. Fucking Firefist didn't get it for him. I think that might be, and we'll eventually do best scenes in comic book movies. Mm -hmm. I can't get over how much I love seeing him just walk over, say, I'm going to rip you in half. <laughs> And then he tore him in half. And then after that, for the rest of the movie, I don't know if you'd picked up on this, Deadpool's costume was held together by duct tape. Duct tape, yeah. No, that was pretty Hilarious. Good. Yeah. Especially like the scene because of the immediate payoff of Deadpool in Blind Al's apartment. Baby legs? Baby legs. Unbelievable. They had to outdo the baby hand, <laughs> and they did it. Baby legs and baby cock. Baby cock. And he kept on crossing and uncrossing <laughs> his legs, too. I haven't seen a baby cock since Dave Portnoy posted a picture of Tom Brady's baby's howitzer in like 2007. That's the last time I saw our baby cocks. So now I'm up to two baby cocks in my lifetime. I'll tell you what, both very shocking. Good. I'm very glad. <laughs> you're, you're out on the baby cock talk. I'm not a huge baby cock guy. All right. Fair enough. Uh, Cable then needs everyone to help him stop Lil R dubs. How Cable just like nonchalantly walks into Big Al's and they're like, okay, I don't want to kill you anymore. Is my address posted somewhere? <laughs> that was a little underwhelming too. I felt like it was kind of lazy, but it led to good stuff. It led to a very good final scene where you get a ton of X-Men stuff. And how do you feel about the Colossus versus Juggernaut fight scene? That was fucking awesome. Because the whole movie now, you know that no one can really take him on except for maybe Colossus. So you know Colossus is going to come and save the day. Also something else that we haven't seen in an X-Men movie. Right. Fucking Colossus and Juggernaut. Oh, so cool. Holy shit. So cool. Granted, it, Colossus needed some help. Sure. But still. That's fine. But... In the first movie, we just saw Colossus punch like a couple humans. Yep. No big deal. But seeing him fight the Juggernaut was really fucking epic. I think one of my favorite lines in the movie is Wade asks Cable for a gun. Cable says no. Wade picks up a brick <laughs> and he goes, I'll just use this brick. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so funny. And then, of course, Wade knows that he needs to sacrifice himself to save the kid and then have the kid change his life around. Yep. Wade sees Vanessa, turns back into the old Wade. Yeah. I mean, it was kind of sweet. Here's where I fall on it. For me, it doesn't make any sense for Cable to stay in the current time. Like, he should just but go back. But he said, I turned back time in Infinity War. <laughs> I now want to do it here, too. Right. Cable already has the time stone. He might as well. <laughs> yeah, why not? I don't think that makes any sense for his character at all, because he's hell-bent on avenging his family. And so now his family is now alive. So wouldn't you want to get back to your fucking family? But he also said this, too, is that he wants to save the world so his family can actually it doesn't really make much sense. So if we're going to talk time traveling here, because yeah. this is something that Mac and Goo do very, very well. Oh, yes. If he stays back then, wouldn't he not be alive to get his wife pregnant yes. with the daughter? You end up in the back to the future situation here. The butterfly effect. He will not A better time traveling movie. <laughs> Ethan Suplee. The director's cut of the butterfly, butterfly effect is actually a very good movie. What's your least favorite time traveling movie? I'll tell you what, I don't love Bill and Ted. You don't like Bill and Ted? I don't love it. It's. I would have said Hot Tub Time Machine Two. That's a that's good my, one. That's a better answer. That's my least favorite. It was more for me to bring up. That or Back to the Future Three. I'm just rocking yeah. sequels here. I was more for me to bring up the fact that I don't care about the fact that they're doing another Bill and Ted. I heard that. What is that television show on Fox that is? The remake of the movie 
with Mel Gibson. Lethal Weapon. Lethal Weapon fired their head white actor and hired Sean William Scott. I haven't seen Sean William Scott since he was Mac's gay cousin in Always Sunny. Gay that's, Mac. That's the last Country time I Country Mac, sorry. Country Mac, yeah. Or Role Models. That might have been the last I, two times I, I think saw Mac him. is gay Mac. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Okay, so Josh Brolin turns back time again. Yeah. And then we get, I think, the best end credits of any of these superhero movies. I did a little bit of an internet search here. And by that, I mean I Mac searched. Mac went I did, to his local library, <laughs> I broke did, out the Dewey Decimal System. I did two searches. Best mid credit scene. And best, best boobs. <laughs> So I did three searches, and then I also did best post-credit scene. I went through them all, and granted, most of them are in the MCU. Like, if you had to make a list of top 20, 15 are going to be in the MCU. Number one is when Jesse Eisenberg. That's number one. <laughs> sees not dead. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Deadpool. Yeah, there you go. Deathstroke. Yeah. There we go. Um, I came first. <laughs> I would say. The whole onslaught of the mid-credit, post-credit scene here in Deadpool 2. Him saving Vanessa. Is him saving Peter. the best. Him going up and killing the other Deadpool, <laughs> which then kind of gave us the Deadpool Wolverine yeah, that we've always wanted. I was wanted. okay with that. I was okay with that. And then Ryan Reynolds going, here's your big shot, buddy. And then you just see him getting shot in the head. It was fucking great. Green Lantern. And I kind of said this in the six-pack. You have to assume that this is the retirement of those jokes. I hope so. Yeah. Because they definitely played with those in the first movie. They kind of referenced them in this movie. Yeah. This kind of has to be it. Right. They've said their piece on it. They've slaughtered them enough. We don't really need more of it. Mac, do you want to do some hot dog ratings real sure, quick? Sure. Let's do some Character dogs. hot dog ratings. Let's get into By it. By the way, did you go from 36 to 35, or you rated 36? Um, I there, There's a lot of stuff that I could pick apart, but I laughed so hard that I'm just kind of leaving it at 36. Okay. It'd be fucking hysterical. Okay. Hot dog ratings for the characters. Once again, these are for the characters. These are for how they were written, how they were portrayed, how it's they were directed. It's not necessarily the acting. It's not the acting. It is for the characters that we were shown. Yes. We'll go with Wade Wilson, Ryan Reynolds, Deadpool. What do you got? I think 40 hot dogs again. That's and fair. Yep. When we do, we did this last year. We did our top 20 actors that you kind of get lost with the characters. He's Deadpool. Yeah. And they toned him down a little bit in this one. He doesn't fourth wall break as much, but the jokes are all there. I think he has a tough time with the deeply emotional stuff. Mm -hmm. So I might say 39, but I'll agree on 40. Josh Brolin as Cable slash Nathan Summers, which they don't even refer yeah. to him as Nathan Summers at all. I was a bit underwhelmed. I'll go 32. That's a fair score. I'm going to say 30. I'm going to say 30 because I wish they had... Quick math and goo. That's 30 hot dogs. <laughs> I wish... They... I don't work in percentages. That's why. <laughs> I wish they had drawn a better line with Cable to Cyclops. Actually, that's sorry. Cyclops' son. I'm going to go with 33, actually, because he was shredded. Fair enough. Oh, he was just... He was a hunk. You could grade cheese on he him. He was a hunk. Mm. Wes would give him 40. At any point in the movie, did you think that Deadpool was going to make out with either Cable or Juggernaut? <laughs> no, I'm sorry, not Juggernaut, Colossus. No, I didn't think he was going to make out with him, but it was funny, that scene when he's like rubbing his head and stuff. Yeah. And in the cab when he's rubbing Dopinder's hair, and he's like getting into it, too. That was good stuff. Yeah. Uh, Marina Baccarin as Vanessa. She's barely in it. Yeah, kind of an incomplete. No offense to her, but her part kind of slowed down the movie. And she wasn't nude. She was At not all. nude. And we both thought that in that final scene where he goes to heaven, yeah. you were going to get a graphic sex I scene. I legit thought it was going to be a two-minute heaven sex scene. Like I thought it was going to be like, when she says, we are in heaven, yeah. the filthiest like anal. <laughs> <laughs> well, I not to be crass here. <laughs> I also thought in that scene, it was going to retcon everything in the movie, and they were going to jump back to the beginning where she jumps in his arms, because they do that. Which is exactly what happens in that opening scene with her. So I thought it was just going to retcon everything. I was like, oh, that's an interesting move. But obviously that didn't happen. Yeah. Uh, Zazie beats as Domino. I thought she was awesome. She was great. Luck being a superpower. Yep. I thought she played off of Wade really well. Yes, and she, she actually played off of Cable really well, too. I thought other than Ryan Reynolds as Deadpool, I thought she was the best character. So I would say 39, 40 hot dogs. Yeah, I, I, I thought that she was awesome. I'll and, agree um, with that. The line where she goes, we could really use a bus right now. And then the bus lands into the thing. <laughs> yeah, that was good. Yeah. Brianna Hildebrand as Negasonic Teenage Warhead. Barely used. Yeah, barely used and incomplete. She didn't do a bad job. The character was just a waste. Mm -hmm. Brad Pitt as Vanisher. 
That was such. That's one of the best cameos ever. Do you like that cameo or Matt Damon as Loki? Matt Damon's made me laugh more, but the Vanisher one was just as cool. By the way, IMDb says Matt Damon was one of those rednecks that Cable kills at the beginning. I mean, I know it was I, Alan Tudyk. And the other one it's telling me is Matt Damon. I didn't pick up on that. I didn't pick up on that either. But that does seem like something he would do. Absolutely. That's what he's been doing these days. Kind of cool if that is him. Gang, if you're listening right now, stop the podcast and tell us if your baby swam or if they sank. <laughs> All right? Bill Skarsgård as uh, Zeitgeist. He is an ugly motherfucker. Yeah, well, he How play, is he, he played so a fucking ugly. killer clown. Yeah, but his brothers are so handsome. That's true. That's true. Is he Alex Skarsgård? He must be the middle. Oh, my God. Is he the middle or the younger brother? I think he's the youngest. Oh, that sucks for him. Alex Skarsgård was Tarzan, he's, and he had a 58-pack. He's got a lot to live up to, Bill. Bill yeah. looks like he's shot a little heroin. TJ Miller as Weasel. Definitely not as good as the first movie. Uh, 32. I might say he was 40 dogs in the first one. He was more around 30 in this one. I didn't It seemed really like love a lot of his jokes in this one was just referencing the first movie. Yeah, it wasn't. It was lazy is what yeah. I felt like it was. Terry Crews' Bedlam. Really funny. <laughs> yeah, it was good. Yeah, in was... the 30 seconds he was in the movie. Yeah. Rob Delaney as Peter. 40 hot awesome. dogs. Yeah. 40 hot dogs. Fantastic. Wait, I don't want to go. <laughs> well, you're going to fucking go. Nothing's going to happen to you. Nothing's going to happen to you. You're going to be okay. I love you. <laughs> Uh, Louis Tan as Shatterstar. I just love that he filled he, a role. I just love that he death. was excited when he died. Yeah. That's, that's all. Uh, Julian Dennison as Russell slash Firefist, whatever the fuck his name was. Lil Rebel Wilson? Lil Reb Dub. Lil R Dubs? Lil R Dubs. I thought he was good, and I like the fact that they pointed out several times that he didn't look like an X-Men. Yeah. <laughs> he, yeah, he doesn't look like any type of hero or villain, really. I like the jokes of him putting the pen up his ass, and he was all about stabbing people with the pen. He was actually good. He was good. And if he was bad, it could have ruined the movie. Yeah. But he was good. He definitely wasn't Daphne Keene. No, but no one really has ever been so that. So do you think that that's one of the reasons why they went with the older like mentor and younger kid to kind of play with like the Logan? I think what they see is when there is a strong child actor that's like central to the plot, yeah. it brings your movie to he a was whole good, other he level. He was good. He was good. 38 hot dogs. I'll give him 36. He was good. The same okay. score I gave the movie. A couple more. You had... Uh, Stefan Kapicic, Kapicic, Colossus's voice. I don't know if he does the green he's screen good. work. Yeah, he, was he was good. good. Yeah. He was good. Karen Sony as Dopinder. I mean, he's always good. Yeah, he's 38 I know to 40. that Bird of the Toucher and Rickshaw was pissed that he was the one that killed the pedophile. Oh, that was great. That but, was that yeah, was the was best awesome. part about the ending. That was perfect. Yeah, and then Wade even said, I could hear the car coming. <laughs> yeah. Who was the juggernaut? Was that just a CGI thing? Uh, and then... Shit. Someone tweeted that out. I don't think it's in IMDb. But I, I think someone loved, did the voice, but I can't I remember who it was. I loved the Juggernaut. He was very good. Like very this, good. made up completely for. I'm the Juggernaut, bitch. I'm the Juggernaut. I'm bitch. the Juggernaut, bitch. <laughs> oh, by the way, point about the Juggernaut. Now this might just be me. Was I supposed to know that he was Professor X's brother and Legion's uncle? Was I supposed to know that? Yeah. How did I not know that? What are you dumb? So apparently he's his stepbrother, and I don't know how I didn't know that. Maybe they make up for that in the 1990s X-Men that was movie like, that's coming out. <laughs> that was like the biggest thing I learned from this movie when he makes that comment. Like, my brother's in a wheelchair. And I was like, what? hold on. That was a funny joke, too. Yeah, that was way. pretty good. He's like, I gotta wear this helmet. My brother's in a wheelchair. <laughs> yeah, so it's kind of... Yeah. I thought the acting overall in this movie was really good. And pretty much everything... Nothing in this movie was bad. Yeah. It was uneven at points. And I think there were some wasted opportunities. But nothing was... In itself, bad. But I will say this: for being a comedy sequel, it definitely lived up to the original one. It did, yep. And it definitely had a bunch of home run jokes. Mm -hmm. I couldn't have been happier with it. Maybe you could have sped some things up, but I thought it was awesome. I highly recommend it. I it's, don't. It's a quintessential theater. Movie. Do you think that you have to see the first one to see this one? No, not really. Maybe not to really. get to know the Deadpool character, just to maybe understand what's happening with his face, yeah, why he bit, has the powers. A bit. You could pay money to see this movie in the theater and enjoy it without seeing the first one. And Mac and I both have this movie in our top five X Men movies. We both agree now. There's no doubt in anyone's mind. Much like when the Guardians. Finally, they were in Infinity War. You saw them with the other Avengers. Right now, they're officially in the universe. You then have to call them Avengers. Yep. You have to call Deadpool and the Deadpool movies X-Men movies now. I agree. So that leads us into where do we go from here? Where do we go with Deadpool as a character? 
the X-Force. Um, obviously, the- I think you have to keep on adding more either strange X-Men or X-Men that we already know. Like, I, you have to keep on building upon Well, that. they kept talking about, was it Angel or Archangel? They kept, he kept talking about the wings. Pigeon wings? Yeah. So obviously that was in reference to Angel. And we saw Dark Angel in Apocalypse. Archangel. So now I wonder, they pushed X-Men Dark Phoenix off. Yeah. And so the thing I'm wondering, obviously it might just suck so they're doing a ton of reshoots, but also they might stick Deadpool and Cable into this movie. Because what the Dark Phoenix love, puts everything on the table. Yeah. What I also love, too, is that prior to this movie, everyone's like, they're setting up an X-Force. <laughs> no, they aren't. No. In your synopsis of it, I think yeah. it was on IMDb, it was like, he puts together an X-Force team. <laughs> I'm like, kind of. And Cable actually isn't the bad guy. Right. The bad guy is the pedophile. <laughs> <laughs> the bad guy is always pedophilia goo, and that's a lesson we should all take away from That was a really movie. funny joke, too, when the guy was running away, and they said, this guy even runs like a pedophile. <laughs> <laughs> I'm happy it's a shared universe. Yep. One of my small criticisms of the first one is like, what's the point of all this? Like, is this going to connect? Is this going to be like Netflix shows, yep. or is this going to connect to X-Men? And it has. In Deadpool 3, do you have to see him with Wolverine now, or are we just over this now? I think uh, we kind of missed, the, missed the boat we, here. Yeah, I think we missed the window. I'm okay with that, though. I'm okay with that. But now, do we need to see him, say, with Spider-Man? We should see him with a quippy character. Because now, through two movies, he's just played it off all straight men. All straight men and women. We need another quippy guy in there with him. We need to see him bouncing off someone. Okay. Because that's what we get in the MCU. That's what we loved so much well, that's the thing, is that about in, the Guardians and Thor. In both of these movies, the first one was a straight origin story. In this one, it's an X-Men story. Everyone right. around him is as serious, and the tone is exactly like the other X-Men movies, but it's just him being hilarious within it. Exactly. Deadpool got inserted into an X-Men movie. Yes. And it worked magically all right folks if you have made it to this point in the podcast please tweet us a gif of the juggernaut yeah i'm the juggernaut bitch. although is that kind of a spoiler for people that haven't seen it i'm the juggernaut bitch <laughs> i'm the juggernaut the bitch i'm the juggernaut i'm the juggernauts I don't want to spoil that reveal for anyone, is all I'm saying. You know what? It's up to you. Okay. If you want to be a dickhead and spoil If you want to reveal. be a dickhead, tweet us a gif of the juggernaut. Okay. If you want to be an upstanding citizen, tweet <laughs> us a gif of Robert De Niro saying, I've got nipples, Falker. Can you milk me? <laughs> it just changed the accent in that statement three different times. I got nipples, Falker. Can you milk me? Oh, boy. Want to okay. do one of them? No, I don't. I want to end this podcast. Okay, fine. <laughs> Where can you find us? Goo, you can find us on... Circle of Trust. <laughs> circle of Trust. You can find us on Twitter. You see these shoes? And on Instagram. I threw on these shoes. As Mac A-N-D Goo Podcast. On every other platform, we are Mac Ampersand Goo. That includes Facebook, Stitcher. I bet you would, Panama TuneIn, Red. CastBox, iHeartRadio, Google Play, still no Spotify. The most important platform is the iTunes Get on iTunes, subscribe to us, rate us, review us, five stars. If you do that, we'll get you a wonderful satchel of Mac and goodies, as well as a free t-shirt. That's right, folks, a free t-shirt from the folks over at Watertown Sportswear. That's Watertown Sportswear, 34 Mont Auburn Street, Watertown, Mass., 617-924-1840. You can even email them at wswprint at verizon.net. The website is watertownsportswear.com. The company is Watertown Sportswear. The tagline is expert screen printing and embroidery. T-Public merch. Fuck T-Public, by the way. They sent oh, me fuck you. 400 emails this week. I am done with T-Public. Oh, Mac, F you. T-Public is the They're on best. my grudge list. I love T-Public. Go out there and get some sweet, <laughs> sweet merch. Get a nice pillow to mm, <laughs> yeah, to mm. lick. Or go to <laughs> kellyyoungwine.com. Talk to Chris. 15% off your first order if you mention Mac and Goo. Delicious wine that they sent to me, and it's at the UPS store because apparently they can't leave alcohol on someone's porch. It's true. That is dumb. America is, is dumb. stupid. <laughs> oh, we are just going down the wrong path right now. Why can you not leave alcohol on someone's closed-in porch? You know what? It is a great Great question. What do you think? A child owns this house? That would be interesting. Oh, come on, guys. <laughs> Give me my booze. I'm not home during the day. I'm not a homeless man. You're not a homeless man that's home during the day and is home. Right. <laughs> that's what I'm getting at here. 
Also, if you're looking for a yard game that might be better than what you got, head over to <laughs> yardiesus.com. Check out what they got. Because we don't Polish know what horseshoes. you got. <laughs> and those Polish horseshoes are so sturdy, so good, you'll never need another set. Also, mm. they pack up real nice in a backpack. That's the best part you about them. You can take them to your friend's house. You can take them to the beach. You can take them to your local biblioteca. There you go. Dewey Decimal System. Mm. Use the promo code Hotel Rwanda. That's a real thing. He's not E-L-R-W-A-N-D-A. If you feel bad using that, use the promo code hot dogs. <laughs> oh, it's a new one? H-O-T-D-O-G-S. <laughs> People are a little skittish on the hotel room. Or if you feel bad using that one, if you're a vegetarian, <laughs> swans stink. All three of those work. Those are all You can real. check it out right now. That's ridiculous. They all work. And fantastic. Yardiesus.com, and I don't think we have any more sponsors. That, I think that's it. So, no other episodes this week. Look for a Meet the Fockers trilogy <laughs> next week. <laughs> Tuesdays are <laughs> <or> Goosedays. <laughs> I abuse kangaroos. Swans stink. Please flip the cassette over to side B to continue the adventure. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.